Hey guys, Corpus Christi Joker here. I am here with the Wrestling Kingdom. You guys want to introduce yourselves real quick? Uh, the Emo Sewall one, Franco. And the bad guy, Nick H. The bad guy. We are here and we're going to be talking a little bit about AEW and what we think about AEW and so far the events that we've seen, including the pay-per-view event. I'm pretty sure you guys saw that. And um, so let me start off by just asking questions because that's what I like to do. So this is question one for both of you guys. Like, what do you think so far about the direction that AEW is doing and going compared to how WWE is going? I want to do a comparison between the two. Like, AEW is on the right track, I'm assuming, and WWE is on a weird track that I think is, is universally known. And you can tell by the fans because the fans are non-reactive at all. And I see it every week and I'm going, ugh, because I feel it too. But what's AEW doing right and what does WWE need to change to get on the right track? Your opinion. Uh, AEW doing what they're doing right is listen to the fans. Um, everybody loves Cody. Everybody loves Young Bucks. Everybody loves Kenny Omega. Put them on the show and they just tear it down every every time. Each of them. I'm not big on the Young Bucks myself as wrestlers, but as business minds, I like them. Man, but those matches they're having. Yeah. That, that match, well, I can't wait for the, the match with the ladder match with the Lucha Bros coming up. That's going to be unbelievable in Chicago but like yeah I do agree like um, the, the match between Sema and uh, Kenny Omega they said first time they've ever wrestled ever and that match was awesome that, that is like the definition of what a clinic and match should look like and WWE should really open their eyes and see because then what did we get we got uh, Cedric Alexander versus Drew McIntyre I'm just kidding <laughs> to be fair I'm, I'm a Cedric fan though I am too I, but I, I, do I don't like want that. I don't want him to beat Drew McIntyre that not and not like that. Yeah, like well, not, it, it was a quick uh, I hate, roll up. Yeah, which it was a schoolboy. I hate that. But I really uh, do hate when the, when WWE does that. But what do you think? What what is W what is AEW doing right and WWE doing wrong? Your opinion? Well, I mean AEW is for sure uh, putting on top matches. I mean, you think about WWE, they kind of just half-ass a lot of things. Um, I do see them taking more risk. Um, Right. Do you think they're taking more risks now since AEW's success? Like, have you noticed a change in Raw, including the language? Right. Yeah. They, like, they're, they're really Corey Graves. Holy. Sh- yeah. <laughs> Mo- <laughs> moment. Yeah. 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 Which really wasn't a holy ass moment, anyways. I was just like, me. <laughs> you know. What I mean? Yeah, it was, and he he said it like after everything, all the fireworks were done. Like ten seconds later, holy. Yeah, like, it, well, it was the weirdest, like, placing for it. And I'm pretty sure you know, somebody was in his ear going, Say it now! Say it now! And he's like, Now? Yeah, now, now! You know, oh. It was... Uh, oh, so, um, Maria and Mike Kanellis with that whole... What is going on? I'm so tired of that. The like, funny thing is, I was like, you know, a couple months back, like, oh, they didn't put Mike on, on TV. Two years ago, they put Mike on TV. We have him on TV, but uh, don't put him on TV now. Yeah, it's an embarrassment for everybody that's involved. Even the even the people watching and the fans are non-reactive. Nobody cares. It's just like, why? <laughs> why do this to him? Well, let me ask you. Let me go back just a little bit. We had WWE Extreme Rules. Did you all see that? Mm-hmm. Okay, now let me. here's my question. What in the Extreme Rules was extreme? Um, <laughs> it's like the what? fact that we were there for four hours watching it. Yeah, it was a That's pretty extreme, extreme, <laughs> extreme strain on our eyeballs. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I I couldn't believe you know at, at the times that we grew up, you know I I grew up watching you know New Japan, ECW, and that's prime when it was really like rated R, you know. And then like, when you had the word extreme, 
it, it literally has like a I want to say its own definition in wrestling where you say it's going to be extreme rules and you go oh cool and then to use the word extreme and get us all reeled in and then there's no, the most extreme thing that happened on the show was Becky Lynch got hit on the head at the top of her like the head of her head with a chair on accident that was about it Every, everything else was just so cheesy then we go see the Dean Ambrose fight the non-sanctioned fight against mm-hmm. a guy Moxley and Janela yeah Janela and uh that was extreme. Wouldn't you say that was more extreme than all of Extreme Rules? I mean, it's unused. Um, your feet touch tacks <laughs> on the barbed wire tasting. <laughs> yeah, when he put him on, when he put his both feet in the tacks, you know, what I mean, it was pretty dirty. It was pretty dirty. Yeah, you can, you just feel like it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's cringy. It's cringy. That's, that, that is one thing I've noticed about AEW that I've missed um, from WWE is um, as the matches are going on, I can definitely feel my heart racing again. And I hadn't had that happen since, oh man, I can't even remember the last time that happened. In as far as WWE and WCW and ECW, where I felt like, oh my God, this is like I can feel I'm sweating. Why am I sweating? I'm sitting still, I'm not doing anything. But I'm sweating. My heart's racing, and I want it to be like that again with WWE. Do you think they can do that? You think WWE could save itself? And if they do, who would they have to get behind? They can save themselves. Uh, who they have to get behind? Um... Who do you think is number one guy in WWE? Like who? Who is the guy that they could get behind and take him to the next, the next level, the flagship? That's the thing. I don't think it's one guy. They gotta do it like multiple guys. Okay. Like Drew McIntyre. If they turn the Miz back to being a heel, they get the Miz. Um, Rollins back to being a heel. Rollins was over uh, whenever he was a heel as a face. He's just oh my god. I can't stand him as a face. I can't stand him like fake smiling. <laughs> His little <laughs> laugh. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop. Him and Lynch to me are just. I don't like either of them. Anymore. I don't like them now. Yeah. And uh, who else? Ali, if they, they, they need to push that guy to the moon. Um, have him win the Intercontinental. I think he'll be who? great. Uh, Mustafa Ali. Oh, Ali. Um, Buddy Murphy. They, they just need to have a whole bunch of guys. Where does Brock fit in all that? Just have to <laughs> Brock fit. He doesn't fit anywhere, honestly. Who do you uh, think is on the roster that can beat Brock? Right. Drew McIntyre. Uh, right. I would love to see Buddy Murphy actually be one of those thrown in. I or would too. Samoa Joe. I love Buddy Murphy, but they don't give him a chance. Yeah. And then when they do, it's a mockery. He's running around chasing the twenty four seven title. Cedric Alexander actually. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't think Cedric Alexander could beat um, Brock or the Drew McIntyre types, but I think he could have classic matches with him, mm-hmm. and that would be fantastic to watch. But I don't think. He, I don't think he's got it to. I don't think he's a top guy yet. I don't think he's earned that yet. I think he has. He needs time to fight Ricochet. Finn Balor, AJ Styles, all those matches would be classic. After he gets acclimated to those guys and, and, and rules them for a while, then push him up. He could be U.S. champion. He could be Intercontinental title champion. But I don't think... Like, I'd like to see him and Dolph Ziggler grow at it. I don't think they yeah. fought yet. That'd be a fantastic match. But I definitely think... I mean, I, I just did a podcast about that, how they need to... I don't understand why they have Drew McIntyre there. And they do this every time they have a big guy. They ruin him. Like what was it? Star, uh, Lars Sullivan, <laughs> and and then he I know I don't like him either. But they bring him in, they make him big. He's a big dude. He is a big dude, and then he fights the Lucha House Party every Monday night for seven weeks straight, and it drives me crazy. I mean, are you guys fans of Lucha House Party? No, really. Do you know anybody that is? I'm just asking. Like uh, they are my so probably. they are so not the Lucha Brothers. It's like it makes me sick to even think anybody thinks of this thing. Oh, they're like the Lucha Brothers. I'm like, no. 
No, they're not. You think that? Yeah. What? Just because they're lucha. And also the crowd at AEW yells lucha, and they're all doing this. Lucha, lucha. You haven't seen that? I haven't seen that. No. I watch the crowd because I'm going, no, why are you saying don't, don't do that? But who do you think's um, the top, or who's your favorite besides Kenny Omega in AEW? Kenny Omega's not my favorite, but um, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Kenny Cody Omega Rhodes. Is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I know that's uh, yes. Cody Rhodes. Um, I love Kip Sapien. Uh, me and my wife actually went to Double or Nothing. We were in Vegas that weekend, and um, he's one of the nicest guys. Really? He was, like, there half an hour talking to him, talking to us and everything. And uh, Sammy Guevara was a, the guy who used to wrestle here at Gulf Coast a lot. Uh, Sammy Guevara was real good. Um, is he tall? I don't know. No? Uh, maybe, like, a few inches taller. Is he taller than me? Yeah, I think he's about a few inches taller than me. Mm. Or an inch taller than me. Um, and he's 4'11", just so you guys know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's one inch taller than me. He's five feet. Just kidding. Uh, Kip Sapien, Sammy Guevara, Cody, Darby Allen, all in. Man, is, Darby uh, is... What is he made of? Like, what, man, crazy. we watch him and, and, and it's like, wow, his, I can't believe it. coffin drop out, like, that's just Yeah, when he fell on the... Oh, my God. I'm like, why would you even... Yeah, it was it was amazing. MJF, I can remember MJF. MJF's one of my favorites. Like that guy. Man. Yeah, I'm on his. Places. I'm on his Twitter. I'm always writing stuff because he is hilarious. Like he's always talking crap to everybody, and everybody deserves it. And everybody should hear it from MJF. He's so funny. Yeah, he responds to me one time on my uh, around my birthday. I was like, hey, thanks for tweeting back to me. That was awesome. Did he say like you're a loser or what did he tell um, you? He actually had a picture of his uh, enamel pin, like enamel pins. Oh, okay. And. Uh, he didn't have his tattoo on the enamel pin or his the same chunks from the picture. I told him like, "Hey, uh, I'm still gonna buy the pin, but uh, y'all don't have the tattoo. It doesn't look, it doesn't look exactly like you." And he tweeted out he tweeted the picture to me of uh, him uh, flicking me off, basically. <laughs> I tweeted back. I was like, "I was like, see, your tattoo's missing, and uh, you're not wearing the same pair of chunks." I was like, I didn't, uh, I wasn't giving you as a to see the picture. I was telling you to uh, fuck off, buy my merchandise, and um, whatnot. I was like, "Ah." Oh. Okay. He's funny. He's yeah. funny. And he, he's so good. I like when he pie faced that fan. Like, he mm. just walked over to him. And the fan didn't even see it coming. The fan's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, Psh. I mean, really, like, good. And it was like, man, I miss that. Uh, that's how Miz used to be. You know, and I like the Miz when he's bad. Right now, they're, everybody's trying to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. I know we talked about this at the podcast I did with you guys, but they're still looking. And I don't understand why, but they're still looking for their Stone Cold Steve Austin. And they cannot get that. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't understand why they keep trying to, to do that formula over and over and over. It's like, stop and do something new already. Kevin Owens kind of getting into it. They had Becky Lynch, Rick Lynch. So, no. Yeah, I, Kevin Owens is really trying, and they're really pushing the Shane McMahon thing. Are you guys tired of Shane McMahon? Um, you know, to be honest, like, you know, to be it takes fair. a lot of time I, I, I wanted him to return, like, a few years back. Once mm-hmm. he returned, I was happy. Now I was like, okay, well. Because there was a Raw, and we timed it. It was 45 minutes of him in the first half of Raw. It was 45 minutes of just nonstop Shane McMahon, where he was just, it was just him talking and him messing with people for 45 minutes before Raw. And then we got a match. It was just nonstop Mm -hmm. talking. And I was like, that's the moment where I was like, I looked at my friend David Fuentes, and I was like, I can't stand this no more. I'm like, this is really bothering me. Like, I wish they would just get away from this. He's not, he, 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 he has never been good enough to be in the position he's in now like he's like the I'm the best I, mean, I know they're doing it on purpose to make us hate him but I shouldn't hate him this much I really hate him so yeah I don't like that at all yeah um I'm 
I'm not that big on him anymore. No, I don't think anybody is. Let me ask you a real, a real serious question. I mean, did you guys cry at the end of Cody Rhodes, uh, uh, Dustin Rhodes match? I was there live. The only thing that um, took me out of it was that those people behind me were like four rows away from the very back, and it was still a good seat. Huh. But um, those people behind, like one row behind us, three to the side, that were just comparing it to like WWE, like oh WWE would ruin this. Like during uh, the six woman, they were saying match, this out loud. Yeah, they're they're like it was like three, four French talking out loud. French WWE people. ruined this, you know the the six woman tag, which was uh the um, OWE woman. Right. Uh, he was like, yeah, you know WWE ruined them. They don't know how to take care of Oscar or Shinsuke Nakamura. They're just gonna ruin them. And like ever since that match, they kept going and going. I was like, dude, you don't need to shut up. Like I couldn't enjoy anything after that because they just kept. Oh my god! All, all the time, and um, I still have not went to go watch it back. I've seen the moment. Yeah. But uh, I, I didn't cry because of that. Man, if I was gonna cry. They but, ruined it. Yeah, it was yeah. really touching on TV because it was like he did a really, really good job. And how loud was it when he smashed the throne? Um, it was pretty loud. Yeah. I actually got a reaction to the recording for my vlog, and it was pretty loud. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool to watch on television too. Like just to see him, like when he turned around and how he looked, I was like, no way he's doing this. This is amazing. I thought that was pretty cool. So tonight we're going to be watching the Raw reunion. Besides what we just talked about, we're talking about how excited we are for the return of Molina. I think that's going to be cool. I mean, do you, is there any surprise that they could do that would, that would shock you? Have Kevin Owens uh, stun Steve Austin. That would surprise <laughs> me. Wow. I didn't even think of that. That would be amazing. Have like a... You think they would do that, though? They probably wouldn't, but that would be... Because he's from Canada? Me. You think it's, you don't you think they wouldn't do it because Kevin Owens is from Canada? No, I think they wouldn't do it because they don't want Kevin Owens being a um, heel. You don't think they want him to be a heel? Yeah, you think like that would make him a heel? That technically, I mean, everybody loves Steve Austin. Here's what I want to see, and this is uh, this is a, what I was telling my buddy at work. I have like seven buddies at work that watch wrestling. We're all idiots, and we're all talking about it all day. So I said, you know what would be really cool is if whoever I don't even know who could do it. It could be anybody. It doesn't matter, but it should be Shane McMahon. And he has Kevin Owens get jumped. And then Stone Cold drives in in a truck, gets out, go, jumps in the ring, and just starts stunning people. And then him and Kevin Owens are stunning people, like nonstop, kicking everybody's butts. And then maybe they share a beer, and then either one of them stun the other. I mean, of course, I think Stone Cold would stun. It has to be Stone Cold to stun Kevin Owens, because he only makes one appearance and what an honor to get stung by... Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I would like to see Owen stun him though at that moment. That would be insane. I don't think I. I honestly, well, I know for a fact because I listen to a Stone Cold's podcast. He does like Kevin Owens. I could see him saying, "Stun me, you stun me." I think that'd be interesting. That would be crazy, actually. That'd be the only only um, surprise moment for me. I also heard that a rumor that's going around online. I always look at everything is that there could be um, a Sting-Taker match, or a Sting-Taker face-off. That's what they've been like trying to yeah. tease a lot. Uh, they did like a like a video, like, uh, what was it? I don't know what their series is called. It's called like, Reimagined. Reimagined? Yeah, Reimagined. And it's just start taking and Sting pretty much in your prime. Yeah, but do you think that would happen tonight? Just Even just to have a face, they're never going to have a match. I know that. They're, Sting's not going to go back in the ring. But do you think they would have a face-off? That'd be kind of cool. I mean, that would probably be the only thing. If not tonight, maybe a WrestleMania one-off appearance, like face-off. Where do you guys stand on Ricochet? Fans, not fans. Uh, how do you think? His, how do you think WWE's treating Ricochet? As a squeaky clean character, I don't like faces, so I don't like yeah. him. But uh, <laughs> in the ring, he's 
I still think he's overrated, but he's still good. Like, people just hype him up way, way too much. But he, he's still, he don't get me wrong, he's still a good wrestler. Yeah. But WWE's handling of him, um... Can I show you my visual, my visual impression of, of, of him on Ricochet? <laughs> That's the way I think of him. Uh, just happy to be here, guys, smiling all the time. Yeah, Finn like, used to be. Or still, you know, well, yeah, and then it's another one. Like, I mean, I love Finn Balor before WWE, and I like him still, But and he's still fantastic in the ring, but I don't know what they're doing. Never been a fan of Finn Balor, <laughs> unless, he, <laughs> unless he's a heel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, I liked him better when he was bad. I liked him better in the, in the Bullet Club. In the Bullet Club and the Bullet Club too. That that is just ruined. I mean, ugh. but again, we know we have to see. I guess the the light at the end of the tunnel is is if we're gonna be able to see WWE get themselves out of this. Uh, because I think anytime there's there's competition, there's it always makes everybody better. You know what I mean? So I think having AEW kind of really slap them back into place is going to make them really compete a lot harder and I said Raw is already changing with a lot of the things that they're doing and then once yeah. they get their their TNT deal here coming up pretty soon that's really going to push them to try a lot harder to keep the fans because I think once anybody like I don't think everybody's watching AEW yet but I think once it is on national television and everybody starts watching, and they see the differences of match and the differences of audience. Man, it's gonna be insane! I can't wait. Do you think they're gonna be like a a PG thirteen rating for AEW on television? I I think uh, TV fourteen is what they well they're TV fourteen right now with the pay per views, but I think if they I wouldn't be upset if they did PG on TV and then on shows be TV fourteen. Yeah, I wouldn't be I, mad about that either. Like that'll be that's what I've been saying. WWE should have done, but. I don't think that that's probably what they'll be doing is uh, TV 14, though. I'm pretty excited about that. Well, I want to say thanks, guys, for coming and hanging out. we got a whole like couple hours to go for Monday Night Raw, or still to watch Monday Night Raw, see what happens. In case you guys are going to be listening in right now, today is July 22nd. It is Monday. Right now it's 6.30. We're 30 minutes away from Monday Night Raw. We're going to be doing a live broadcast podcast thing on my youtube the real nerf joker i'm gonna have them as my special guests so if you guys listen to this before monday night raw tune in to monday night raw watch it with us live and uh we'll see how it goes it'll be on my youtube don't forget to follow my instagram the real nerf joker on instagram and don't forget to follow my facebook corpus christi joker on facebook you guys want to plug your all stuff um instagram is wrestling kingdom entertainment also wrestling tacos podcast uh facebook wrestling entertainment wrestling tacos podcast uh, same thing for Twitter. And if you want to blow your, your own stuff, or it doesn't matter. My own stuff. Um, <laughs> the Bad Guy Nick Cage channel, I guess. My YouTube channel. Okay. What I'll do is I'll put it in the comments so you can get all the correct spelling here in a little bit. I just want to say thanks, guys. Thanks for riding the waves with J-Waves. And thanks, you guys, for joining in. And we'll see how Monday Night Raw is. And then we'll do a podcast on how Monday Night Raw was probably tomorrow. Much love.